In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Dawn Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, If you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Togina.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine. And welcome. This is Dawn Catherine. This is the La Bella Vita Show. And I am so happy that you're here with us tonight. If you're listening to the show live, welcome. And if you're listening on a podcast, thank you for downloading the show from iTunes or if you're listening right from the TogiNet page. If you are listening live and you didn't know that you could download the podcast, you can do so by going to iTunes.com and putting in a search. You can either put in Dawn Catherine, my name, or the name of the show, La Bella Vita. And if you scroll down to the podcast, it's the very first one. And all you have to do is just hit the little button and press subscribe. And it is absolutely free. And you get to listen to all my shows, which are all wonderful. So you need to go and listen to all the ones I've done already. So go and do that. So what's going on this week? It's been a really busy week. Last week I was off. I was really sick with a stomach flu. It was not a pretty pretty weak for me. I was sick for a few days and that was awful, but I'm feeling a little bit better now, so that is good. And uh, I was here in Orlando this past week. It was a really busy weekend here in Orlando. We had the All-Star Weekend going on and also the Daytona 500 going on. Of course, I was sick. I missed out on all of the great stuff that was going on. There was tons of parties going on. We had tons of celebrities in town. And uh, I happen to live in an area where <laughs> the executive airport, which is where all the private jets come to land, uh, I'm kind of in their path. I'm in their flight path. And uh, on Sunday night, I kid you not, there was a private jet that I feel like it was so low going over directly over my house that it literally shook my house. I got up from the couch and ran outside. It was so close. I felt like if I jumped up on a trampoline, I would have been able to touch it. It was crazy. But we had, I swear, there must have been 20 jets in one day that were flying over my house, one after another. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. So uh, the East lost, which is kind of sad for here on the, us here on the East Coast. And uh, for those of you in the West Coast, if you follow the NBA, your boys on the West Coast pulled out the win just by a couple of points. And the Daytona 500, what a disaster. It was rain-delayed, and uh, they finally were able to run the race on Monday very late. It did not get over until 1 o'clock in the morning because Juan Pablo Montoya uh, hit a truck that was on the track, and uh, 
it actually kind of blew up. And so the <laughs> track was like on fire. They, it took like an hour and a half for them to clean it up for them to finally finish the race. And they did. So my favorite racer, Tony Stewart, love him, um, did not win. So I really don't care about the rest because he didn't win. So anyway, so that was really cool. That was going on this weekend. Um, today, sad news um, right here in Florida, down in Martin County, which is right outside of Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, news came out that Davy Jones of the Monkees passed away. And I loved him. He was so adorable. And I'm at the age where I was really, really little. But I did appreciate the Monkees. And, of course, we all know the Monkees songs. And uh, we... Uh, went to see him. My mom, my sister, and I went to see him at the tent, which was located in Warwick, Rhode Island, where I grew up. Great little venue. It was, that was such a great concert location because it was like, I think it probably fit like five, 700 people. I don't even know, but it was a very small venue. It was in the round. It was great. And uh, we got to see them there. And um, after the show, it was actually the Monkees and the Turtles and a whole bunch of those bands from that time frame, Paul Revere and the Raiders. And uh, we saw Davy Jones and the Monkees on their bus, and they were so sweet. Like, Davy Jones opened up the window, and he was talking to us, and he shook our hand. He was really super sweet. So sad day for Monkees fans because most people, you know, we all know Day Dream Believer and all those great songs. And it was such a great, fun, clean show. And... Anyway, so my thoughts and prayers go to his family. And um, so what else was going on? Of course, it's like fashion nirvana for me this past week or so. We had the New York fashion shows. We had Milan's fashion shows that just wrapped up. They were amazing. We're going to get into that in the next segment because tonight's show is all about fashion, beauty, and travel, Milano style, because I'll tell you what, those Milan shows were unbelievable, so we're going to focus on the Milan shows. New York was amazing, but Milan, unbelievable. So... Uh, the Oscars were also on Sunday night. They were pretty amazing. I was really sad that my boyfriend, George Clooney, did not pick me up to be his date. And uh, he once again took Stacey Kielber to the Oscars into another event. And I'm starting to get a little annoyed, not going to lie. But she did look kind of cute. I'm not going to lie. But... He lost. I was so upset. He was nominated for two different categories, for actor and in directing, and he lost both, and I was so upset. So, you know, he's such an amazing actor and director that he will be nominated again, but I really did think he was robbed. I really thought that he would get at least, you know, one out of the two. I thought he should have gotten Best Actor, in my opinion, but what do I know? I'm a little bit biased when it comes to my boy. Uh, so anyway, uh, and you know, today's a special day. It's leap day, right? It's leap year. And, uh, it only happens every four years. So, well, it's officially over here on the East coast. Now it's March 1st, but on the West coast, and those of you still, you know, in central mountain of Pacific, it is still leap day and leap year. And, you know, it's the day that you actually, for women can propose to the person that you have a crush on or you're in a relationship with, whatever you want to do. If you're a single girl, you have a crush on a boy, you do what you need to do to get his attention. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, uh, so my Incantatos this week, what has me spellbound, and you know that lots has me spellbound. We're going to talk a lot about some of the Oscar fashions, but my fashion icon this week is Mila Jovovich. She looked like a classic, stunning movie star. She had on a 
stunning white one shoulder Ellie Saab gown sequence. It was just divine. Her hair, you know, she's just got that beautiful porcelain skin with that really dark brunette hair. She had it curled and kind of pinned up. Beautiful, bright, bright red lipstick. She just looked classic Hollywood glamour. So she is my fashion icon of the week. And trust me, I have tons of others because some of those Oscar fashions were to die for. Unbelievable. I think one of the best dressed Oscars I can remember in the last couple of years, not going to lie. So my wine pick of the week is uh, the 2007 Antonorini Tenanello. And it is an amazing wine. It is ripe with dark cherries, flowers, spices, tobacco, sage, cedar, and mint. It's 80% Sangiovese, 15% Cabernet, 5% Cabernet Franc. It's received about 92 to 95 points on the different ratings, the different uh, publications that rate wines. So the Antonorini... Tenanello. You will love it. I promise you. It is a little bit on the pricey side, but well worth every dollar. Save it for a special occasion. Amazing wine. So my buffoon of the week, because, you know, someone always tends to make me a little irritated. <laughs> but this, uh, this, this week, it would have to be Sasha Baron Cohen, who we all know is a little bit of a prankster. And, uh, we, you know, most of us know him as Borat. Well, you know, he has this new movie coming out. And so he came to the Oscars dressed up in his, you know, this general that he's going to be in his new movie and whatnot. And uh, he decided to dump a really big pot of what was supposed to be John Kilgill's, uh ashes all over <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. And when he was being interviewed for E, and I thought that a it was just totally inappropriate. It was it was inappropriate because it was disrespectful. I thought to Ryan Seacrest. It was also disrespectful for all the people that were working there that had to try to clean him up, and also to the people that were going to be coming in after him. These women have these thousands and thousands to tens of thousands of dollars in gowns that are going to be walking through all that crap. I was just, I just thought it was just, you know, I understand you want to sell tickets to your movies, but I just thought that was a little bit much. So Sasha, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think that was a little bit classless in my opinion. So We're going to be going to break, and when I come back from the break, we're going to get into the Oscars and some of my best-dressed Oscar picks. And I can tell you, I can give you a preview of some of the ones that I loved. Jessica Chastain, uh, I loved. Penelope Cruz was amazing. We had some really, really good dressers this year. Really good. I have to say I was a little disappointed at my girl Viola Davis, who was up for the Academy Award for Best Actress. Of course, she is a local Rhode Island girl, so of course I was rooting for her, but I have to say that on a on a level, I was really excited for Meryl Streep. She's such an amazing actress, so even though I wanted Viola to win, I, I was not disappointed that Meryl Streep won. She's just amazing. I, I just think she's so beautiful and just such a class act. So uh, we're going to talk to um, also about Michelle Williams, who I thought her gown was 
unbelievable. She looks fantastic, too. And I, I'm just going to throw this out there. For those of you who listen to the show, you know probably about three weeks, four weeks ago, I told you all that for the fall, the big trend was going to be the peplum, which we know what it is, you know, the Suzanne Sugar Baked pe Peplum. And uh, that's coming back, and her gown actually had a little bit of a peplum going on, and so didn't uh, Tina Fey's dress. So it, it's definitely a trend. I told you it was coming. So you guys, if you have anything that you want to talk to me about, call one 864 4869 if you want to talk about the fashions. But on the other side of the break, it's going to be all about the Milan fashion shows. So we'll see you on the other side of break. Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. And from thence... I had great desire to see Italy, and came to Venice, and from thence to Florence, where I played before the Duke, and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. 
If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. It's Live La Bella Vita, and here again is your host, Don Catherine. And welcome back. This is Don Catherine. This is Live La Vita show, and we are talking about the Oscars. As you know, it was this past Sunday, and it was a great fashion show for us fashionistas. And uh, I picked my fashion icon and, and disclosed that already because Myla Jovovich, I just thought, looked amazing in her gown. She just looks so regal and classic movie star style. So there was several other ones that I just thought were drop-dead gorgeous as well. And I have to tell you that Jessica Ch- Chasten's gown from The Help, she wore a black and gold embellished sweetheart neckline Alexander McQueen gown that was just amazing and it's such a gown that's such on trend because when I talked to you about the Dolce & Gabbana show you're going to realize how in trend it actually is because honestly that is what trend for fall 2012-2013 winter collection is all about it's all about embellishments and so she was totally on trend I thought it was perfect for her it fit her like a glove i just thought that the embroidery the brocade embroidery was just magnificent and i i just absolutely absolutely loved that gown i i think that Jayvo looked amazing in her gown she just always looks unbelievable she actually changed her gown when she went to the governor's ball she dressed uh she wore a black gown with a plunging v-line uh v-neck and uh so she just looked amazing and her black dress was by mirad and uh i believe she was wearing an ellie Saab dress was her her white dress and she's just stunning looking i, I can't say enough about it. she always pulls it off she always always pulls herself together and looks exquisite no matter what she puts on viola davis like i said earlier people either loved this dress or they hated it I'm kind of neutral. I didn't love it. She had done so well with her award ceremony gowns and last for the Golden Globes and for SAG Awards and all of those other awards. She looked so amazing. And I was just not loving it. I'm not going to lie. So I was a little bit disappointed. I kind of was. Like I said earlier, before we went to break, Michelle Williams, depending on who you listen to on the runway, everybody had a different color that it was some people said it was tangerine other people said it was orange clementine i heard every variation of what color that gown was but it looked exquisite on her and again it was a red long gown it had the peplum going on which is like i said a trend it was a louis vuitton gown she looked stunning and you know her accessories all looked perfect she looked fantastic octavia spencer had a beautiful white gown as on as well i thought it fit her very well, showed off her curvaceous body. I thought she looked really, really great. Penelope Cruz was flawless. She looked so magnificent in her gown. It was, she took my breath away. She's just looked beautiful. Uh, Sandra Bullock, I loved the gown. I just didn't like the fact that it was black and white. 
and I wished that the top, the white, the top was white, the bottom was black. I had wished that it was all black because I think it would have looked much better. But she's just such a cute girl. She looked really great. And I have to give it up to Gwyneth Paltrow. She had on a white sheath gown, Tom Ford, with a white cape that just was killing it. Again, totally on point because trend for fall and winter the cape is back, people. That long cape is back. So, very classic gown. She just looks stunning. And she's a really pale girl. She's like me. She's like alabaster, but the color of Gasper. So, I don't tend to wear white a lot. Uh, I feel it washes me out. And she's as pale as I am. She's got light blonde hair, just like I did. But she really pulled it off. She looked unbelievable. Now, Rooney Mara, who was up for... Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. She is as about alabaster color as I am as well. And I wasn't in love with her dress. And I just thought with her really dark hair, with that really severe bang, wasn't love. And it was not my favorite. Uh, but I would have to say that um, th- those were probably the standout gowns for me. Uh, Cameron Diaz looked phenomenal. I thought, too, she looked really, really cute. But those were my red carpet favorites. And um, and I will have to give it up. I do believe that uh, Stacey Keebler, who had on a Marquesa, it was okay. I thought it was funny. It was like she kind of looked like a, a Oscar s- statue herself, you know. It was this beautiful sweetheart uh neckline and it had this kind of the the material was kind of gathered so it kind of looked like a flower but the thing that made me laugh is that the with the where that was was on the right hand side and she was standing next to my boyfriend George Clooney and it was clashing with him and finally like halfway down the runway they realized that it would look better if he was on the other side of her so that kind of made me laugh i don't know why they didn't figure that out but anyways but of course, my boy, George, looked as handsome and dashing and beautiful as always. So there you have it. So, again, fashion nirvana for me this you know past week with the New York shows that are just unbelievable. I think the reason why I'm so in love with fall 2000 and winter 2013, fall 2012, is because we are going back to classic and pretty clothes. And it just makes me want to, I I, I like literally was not a joke. Some of the, the Milan shows literally made me cry. The the dresses and gowns and pieces were so beautiful. It's it's not a joke. Now, some of them made me cry in a bad way. There was a couple of designers, some of the top designers that I normally rave about that I was, I have one word, tragic, uh, which is really sad because some of these designers are some that I like seriously, like you hear me talk about a lot. <laughs> but uh, I can tell you this is trends for Fall is going back to very ladylike, clean lines, really pretty clothing. The colors on trend for fall and winter for next year are my favorite colors, so I'm such a happy girl. Lavender, deep, dark, rich purples, black, really dark electric blue colors, camel, they are all in. You're going to see some plaids coming in. That's really what you're going to see. 
And uh, so I could not be more excited about the purple, lavender, and black because they're in my colors, people. So I'm really, really excited. Um, so accessories that are on trend, printed tights, textured tights, uh, satchel bags, everything being so clean cut, they, they, they showed it with a satchel bag. Such classic looks. I loved it. Shawl scarves are going to be very big. Uh, capelets are going to be very big, especially embroidered brocade capelets were very, you saw a lot of different, a couple of different shows actually showed that kind of look. And uh, big bold belts are going to be in. And also uh, big purses, which makes me a happy girl because I love me a big purse. And textured tights again going to be so huge and as far as shoes they were rocking out some open toe boots like full length boots like up to the knee boots that were open toed that were like so cool i think that's going to be a huge trend for fall i can't wait to see some of those in the stores coming out so my favorite shows i would have to say i had four of them the Dolce and Gabbana show literally brought tears to my eyes. It was just amazing. It was a throwback to the Renaissance and the Baroque area. So I was just dying. Ferragamo, seriously, there was not one item in that entire collection that I did not like. It was, I, I, I literally cried at that one. I seriously, after Milan Fashion Show Week, I probably could go in like a half million dollars in debt for clothes because they were just that beautiful. Pucci, as always, amazing. Love me some Pucci. Uh, but they, those shows, everything was very opulent. There was lots of brocade and jeweled embellishments and lace. And it was just beautiful, just beautiful classic clothes, which I love because beautiful classic clothes, if you spend really good money and spend a lot of money on those pieces are going to last you for a lifetime. When you buy something that's like on trend, you know, really trendy, you spend a lot of money on something and you're not going to be able to wear it for more than one season. You know, yeah, it's great. But if you really want to, to be able to really enjoy having a great look and in wearing a great designer buy something that's a little more classic and i think with these particular collections you're going to be able to do that and uh we're going to be going to break in a couple of minutes and i'm going to tell you about some of the other shows that were going on uh Bottega Veneta, Alberta Ferretta, another one that I want every single thing in the entire collection. Both of those collections were amazing. Cavalli, yeah. Prada had some great bags, that's all I'm going to say. And Armani and Versace, you know, we're going to talk about them. I will say with Cavalli, lots of animal prints, very bohemian glam. Wasn't my favorite collection, but it was nice if you liked that kind of stuff. Prada, the best thing I can say about Prada is they had some really great bags, so I'm really excited about going bag shopping when I get to Italy this year. And um, I would have to say, as far as Omarni goes, very classic tailored chic is back. Love that. They had this great turtleneck silk blouses that were fantastic. I loved them. Those was probably my favorite thing in that entire Omarni collection was those those turtlenecks. I just never had seen anything quite like that. And I thought those were really fabulous. And of course, Armani 
does a gown like nobody else. Those Armani gowns were beautiful. The rest of the collection was not my favorite, but you know, fashion is subjective. What I like, you might hate. And so it's, it's really subjective. So you might like it. And Versace was a lot of leather and sequins and very heavily embellished stuff. So we're going to see you on the other side. is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com. Information is power, the power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to Excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Sotto Cella de Roma. And welcome back. This is Dawn Catherine. This is La Bella Vita Show. And before we went to break, we were talking about the Milan fashion shows, and which were my favorites. And like I said, I did have some really good favorites. And I definitely would invite you to go check out some of the shows. You can go to YouTube and just put in some of those shows 
put in Dolce and Gabbana or Ferragamo or Pucci 2012-2013 collections, and you'll see them. I don't know. I'm going to put a Pinterest uh, follow on my page on toginet.com because I have all of the collections, probably uh, like a lot of it, on my Pinterest page and uh, my fashion boards. You can see a lot of the collections. And I have to tell you, Alberta Ferretti, that collection was like purple nirvana for me. They had so many purple dresses and coats. I can't even tell you it like made me want to cry that they had so much purple. It was unbelievable. But um, I, I absolutely loved it. Bottega Veneta was just an amazing collection as well. Lots of classic fitted, beautiful gowns, beautiful uh, pants and fitted jackets that were just just so classic. Versus uh, from Donatella Versace was a nice collection as well. Um, lots of uh, cut out designs and a lot of the shirts and uh, a lot of the dresses. You'll see a lot of that, of that in all of the collections that I've talked about. The cut out designs were everywhere for fall. And uh, thigh high boots, like seriously, thigh high boots were everywhere in the Versus show for Donatella. And lots of plaid as well. And she had some maroon going on. It's such a different color for her. But uh, lots of maroon thrown in that show. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, so those were the shows. And I tell you what, I'm next year I, I'm going to get to Fashion Week. And uh, I don't know if I will be able to get there for fall because that's going to be in September. And I am probably not going to be going there until a little bit later in the year. So, uh, but I do plan on going back there for February of next year. So I am going to do Milan fashion week. So, you know, hopefully next year I will be doing like a live show from Milan. How amazing would that be? So I would look forward to that. So, that is the fashion of Milan. And uh, go check out my Pinterest page, Dawn Catherine. You can look me up, I believe. Go to the uh, Toginet page. Look for some connections to me. And uh, we'll get your fashion all straightened out. But for now, since we are in the spirit of Milan, I'm going to tell you about some of my favorite places and things to do when you are in the city of Milan, which is a beautiful city. In Italy, it's definitely known for its fashion, and it's also the financial capital of the whole country. So there's lots of fashion, lots of business and banking going on there, and of course, some famous, famous attractions that you can see: famous museums, famous churches, and we're going to talk about those now. So, what to see, what to, sh where to shop, and where to eat in Milan is going to be coming up right now. So, if you want to shop any of the haute couture people that I've been talking about, your Ferragamos, your Armani's, Versace's, you can find that all at the Galleria Vittorio Emanuele, which is located right uh, in the heart of Piazza Duomo, and it's a beautiful glass-roofed arcade near the Duomo. It was opened in 1867. It makes it one of the world's oldest malls, and it is where Prada's flagship store has been located since 1913. So if you are a Prada lover like I am, it's the one place that you really need to go is to go see the flagship store. So 
I would definitely go check that out. They also have what's called the Rectangle of Gold, which is in the area as well, where which lines the streets with all of the other fashion designers that you could ever want to 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 know. They're all there. Every single one of them is there. So if you're into some haute couture, that's where you want to go shop in Milan. Now, if you're looking for a little bit of a bargain, and we've talked about this in previous shows about you know, where can you get a Gucci or Prada at a little bit of a discount? They do have some great sales in Italy. January and July are the pre are known as the pre-sale. And uh, you will find the best deals just randomly during those months. The whole month of January and the whole month of July, everything goes on sale. But you can go to some of the discount stores and some of the outlets that are located throughout Milan. The basement is one of those, and just like this name, it's actually in a cellar. And it's for women only, but you will find Dolce Prada and East St. Laurent for anywhere from 50 to 70% off. So if you're looking for a deal, you definitely want to head towards the basement. It's located at Via Senato, and uh, we will be putting all of this information up on the webpage so you can locate it. And as far as hours, they vary, so you're going to need to find out once you're located in Milan, find go to your concierge and find out what the hours are, or look it up online. Salvagente is three floors of men and women's clothing, which is arranged by color. Don't you just love that? Because if you're like me and stick to one particular color, black and dark purple, uh, it's a dream of mine because, you know, basically it's really funny. If you ever go shopping with me, you will see that I go through the racks and I immediately go for the black things because I'm in black all the time and uh, dark purple and, you know, shades of lavender. So those are the ones I go through. So to have a store that is like arranged by color is like a dream come true for me. So you can go there and they have some great deals on a lot of different designers and it is for men as well, which is great. So if you're shopping, and you're dragging your husband or your boyfriend along, he can find something too. So that's always good. So keeps the men involved. And then they do actually have a location for children as well and in a different location. And they have children's clothes and designer clothes on clearance as well. So you can find a deal for the children as well. So that's also great. So check out those places. I think that you will get some good deals when you're in Milan. And, of course, if you want to, if you go to some of our previous shows, I'm not sure exactly what date. We did a whole show on outlets, and uh, there's a whole list of the outlets that you can go. There's several. The Prada outlet that is actually just Prada is right outside of Milan, and uh, there's also a huge outlet that is actually not in Italy at all. It's actually over the border in Switzerland, but it is right outside of Milan. So you can go to that particular one. I'm The name escapes me at the moment, but they have a great outlet with every designer that you could ever imagine. So check that out. Check out my show pages and you'll be able to find that information. So what are you going to see when you go to Milan? Milan is a beautiful city. It's not as... A touristy as a lot of the other cities of course everybody does go there for the shopping and uh, there's lots of famous things and lots of different things to do and so I want to put together tonight a little bit of a list of some things that you know there's some certain attractions that you want to see but there's some things that people don't necessarily always go to or make the time to go to but I really want you to encourage 
you to do it because some of these locations are rich in history and have some great sites and great information. So, of course, when you're in Milan, you have to go to the Duomo. When you actually take the train into Milan, which, you know, they have a great subway system there, if you take the train and get off at the Milan station... I, I tell you, the first time I ever was I ever was in Milan was in a I was on a layover. I had about an eight and a half hour layout layover, and so I was able to go from the airport and you know right from the airport you can take a train into Milan. And so I took the train and literally when I walked up the stairs. It was like I didn't really see much. And then I turned around and saw this mammoth Duomo that just literally will take your breath away. It's so huge. You have no idea how big it is. It's the third largest church in the world. And it has 3,500 statues inside this church. It has 135 spires that adorn the church. And the marble structure has a Baroque and Neo-Gothic facade. It's just truly breathtaking. They have five bronze doors that are just probably the size of a house. They are so big and beautiful. They were done by many different artists and sculptors. And it took 500 years to complete the Duomo. Can you imagine that? Like... We can't even wait like five months for a building to be built here in the United States and in this day and age. And here you are in Milan. You have these beautiful churches that just take hundreds and hundreds of years. But could you imagine if something you started something today and it's not going to be done for 500 years? But when you see the actual church itself, the Duomo, you will understand why it took so long to build it. It's just so beautiful. And you have to take a trip up on the lift and go to the top of the church and walk around. You'll be able to see a beautiful view on a clear day of the Italian Alps. And you just get to see a lot more of up close the intricacies of the spires that are on the church. It's just truly breathtaking. And of course, you get a magnificent view of Piazza Duomo, as well as the rest of the city. So I definitely encourage you to go and to check out the view from the top of the Duomo high on my list the other thing that you can't miss when you go to Milan is the Santa Maria delle Grazie it houses the Last Supper that was done by da Vinci and of course it's one of the most famous and most recognized paintings in the world and it was almost lost it's funny they actually started to use it for target practice at one point during world war ii and uh, it was quickly um salvaged and now is one of the most highly protected paintings in the world so if you want to go see the last supper painting by da vinci you really should make sure that you make reservations ahead of time so that you can go it's very hard to go up and just queue up and get into the museum itself to go into see the last supper so definitely make reservations ahead of time so that you can just go straight on in and see the last supper it is a beautiful sight definitely something that you should make the time to do if you are in milan for sure the other place that I would definitely suggest that you go is the Leonardo da Vinci National Science and Tech Museums. It's a place that not everybody really tends to go, but it does house a collection of da Vinci's ingenious designs and details from everything from plans, from war machines to architectural visions. And they actually have painstakingly taken all of his plans and put in together all of these pieces. 
You know, he just might. This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of second chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. You love Italian food. You admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense. You love travel and luxury destinations and resorts. This is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Welcome back. Don Catherine, and this is La Bella Vita show. And so before we went to break, I kind of got... Stopped up in that last couple of minutes, but uh, we were talking about the Leonardo da Vinci Science and Tech Museum, and we were just talking about how at this particular museum they have lots of plans and drawings of da Vinci and have actually executed and put together some of his inventions, which are quite ingenious. And if you don't know anything about da Vinci and his brilliance, which you know we all know he was a great painter, we all know he was a, you know an amazing artist, but he was such a genius when it came to inventions. He has been credited for basically laying the groundwork for the plane and for submarines. He helped uh, promote the efficiency of cannons used in battle. There's nothing that he didn't do, you know, architectural as far as bridges. He, he was just amazing. So you can find a lot of that at this Leonardo da Vinci 
uh, Tech and National Science Museum. So do check it out. Something different. And if you're a Da Vinci fan like me, you definitely have to go see it. So Milan is known for a lot of things. And even though Verona is known for its opera, so is Milan. La Scala, the famous museum and opera house, is located in Milan. And the La Scala has a theater museum. And it rests on the site of the Church of Santa Maria della Scala, and it's the namesake of La Scala, obviously. And they have great mementos there from opera's most loved performers and composers, Rossini and Bucci and Verdi are all uh, housed there. And if you get a chance, definitely go check that out. If you are an opera lover like myself, I love them. And it is just a beautiful facility. So check out La Scala. It's right outside and uh, Milan, right on the outskirts. You'll find it. It's beautiful. So check that one out. Now, if you like a castle, and I have been called a princess once or twice in my life, not going to lie, but uh, the Forzecco Castle, which is located in Milan, was built in the 15th century, and it is one of Milan's most foremost monuments and was restored after the bombing in 1943. And... It has a vast interior. It is a huge property. It's broken up by small courtyards, and those courtyards hold three in the the uh, area surrounding areas. There's three different museums that are housed in the castle, and one of them is the Museum of Historic Art. And of course, you know that I love art and art history, and it houses a, a particular piece of art that is very near and dear to me. As you know, Da Vinci is one of my favorite artists, but my all-time artist of all is Michelangelo, and his final work is housed there. It's a Piatta Rodini. And uh, the Piatta Rodinini is a beautiful piece and it is the very last piece that ever came from Michelangelo. So I love that. You can also find some great paintings by Mantegna and Bellini, who happens to be the name of my dog, and uh, Da Vinci and Filippo Lippi, some great Italian Renaissance artists are housed in this museum. So definitely check out the Forzecco Castle. It's a beautiful facility and lots to see. So check that out. Now, I would have to be remiss if I didn't mention food. You know, you, you hear a lot about the Amalfi Coast and some of the great food on the coast, and you hear about Venice and, you know, what great seafood they have, which they do. But, you know, Milan actually has some really great food as well. And I'm going to give you some suggestions, some that are just a little bit more casual to some five-star dining facilities that I think that you would be really regretful if you did not check out. So the Antica Trattoria della Pesca is a traditional Milanese food spot which is located right in the heart of Milan. It is in an old way station, 19th century way station, and it is an amazing array of true traditional Milanese food. So definitely check it out there. You will have a fantastic meal. Now, DeSantis is a more casual type place, and DeSantis, believe it or not, has 200, do you hear that? 200 different combinations of paninis and sandwiches. To me, that's like 
Panini Nirvana. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> I've actually never been to this particular one. I don't know how I've ever missed it, but I have. So the next time that I'm in Milan, I'm definitely going to check it out. But uh, from what I have heard, the you know they have all of these great variations that you can choose, and you are not allowed to deviate from the menu from what I hear but I don't see how you would have to when you have 200 selections to choose from but uh, when you go into the facility I hear it's quite casual they have the menu written on handwritten posters and uh, it's pretty much a hole in the wall so I'm sure that it is absolutely phenomenally good and you know I they had go one of the one of the uh, suggestions said that they had like goat's milk and balsamic vinegar with arugula. I was like, I don't like goat's milk, but I'm sure that if somebody liked that, it sounds good to them. My favorite paninis, I have to tell you, and the one thing I love about Italy is they do food on the go so well. It's like being in New York City. When you're in New York City, if you're hungry, you're covered. You can go to any single corner and you can get yourself a hot dog or you can get yourself a pretzel or you can get some, you know, kebabs and some gyros. You know, there's there's just nothing that you can't get in New York City. And and Italy is very much like that, and it's always very economical. Some of the best meals I've had were kind of on-the-go meals in Italy. Believe it or not, it is a very true true statement. Uh, besides, like going to some of the, like the local bakeries and cheese shops and putting together a little picnic, uh, I would have to say you can get some of these great paninis, and they're very very good. Uh, but my absolute all-time favorite panini of all time would have to be. Eggplant with roasted peppers, arugula, and some tomatoes and balsamic vinegar. I'm telling you, it is like the best thing you will ever have in your entire life. <laughs> so I love paninis. I have a fantastic panini maker, and I'll give a shout out to Tad English because that is the panini maker that I own personally. It was very expensive, but very well worth it. I actually can cook real food on there as well. I have these like certain little pans. Have I used them? No, not going to lie. But paninis, amazing. So if you have the opportunity, shout out to Todd English. Maybe he'll send me something for giving him a shout out. I don't know if he has like a new panini extraordinaire. But the panini maker is just unbelievable. Go If you're a panini lover like me, you got to have a panini maker because I don't care what you say. You can put it in a pan and put a plate on top or another pan on top. And it's just not the same. It really isn't. But uh you can find lots of stuff. Uh, and, you know, in Florence, when I was in Florence, I know we we're talking about Milan, but when I was in Florence, one of the best things that I had for lunch was a can of Coke and a spinach pie. Now, I know that spinach pies are not particularly popular everywhere in the country. In the Northeast, everybody will tell you that they know what a spinach pie is, but basically it's pizza dough with sauteed spinach and garlic. Sometimes you have pepperoni thrown in there with a little bit of cheese and warmed it up, and that's called a wimpy skimpy at Caserta's on Federal Hill in Providence, Rhode Island. If you're ever in Providence, please go visit there. Amazing pizza and the wimpy skimpy. Gotta love it. But I grew up being able to go and grab a spinach pie at like 7-Eleven. And uh, the ones that are over there in Italy are to die for. So, so, so good. So check out some of those little kind of counter service places where you just go up, you grab your food and you walk away. They're amazing. The quality food is 10 times better than anything you can get here in the States. I swear to you. 
So, and I will have to tell you, some of my favorite restaurants, five star, if you really want some great typical Milanese five-star quality food you have to go to Savini it's as much as a landmark as La Scala is considered one of the city's finest restaurants it's beautifully decorated the service is impeccable and you will have one of the best meals of your life uh, Trattoria Melanese is also located in a centuries-old building it's located on one of the oldest locations in Milan and they serve a risotto melanese that was to die for. And if you if you if you're not familiar with risotto, it's rice. It takes a long time to cook, and risotto is a very hard thing because the consistency has to be just perfect with risotto. Mwah, love it. Um, there, the typical melanese risotto is made with saffron and beef marrow, and it is to die for. So check out the risotto. And also, if you happen to like veal, which I do not, but my mother loves veal. Uh, the osobuco is cooked to perfection and is to die for as well, according to her. So, And those are my choices for really nice five-star, you can't get any better kind of food. Savini and Trattoria Melanese, located in Milano. So, I have two minutes before the show ends, and I just want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. First of all, get your fashion on. <laughs> uh, when you go out this fall, make sure you get some really classic looking clothing so you can be in trend. And if you are going to visit Milan, definitely go check out some of my suggestions. Uh, some of them you will definitely go to anyways, but some of the other ones like the Da Vinci Museum, go visit La Scala, the castle. Check those things out. They're a little bit off the grid, so to speak but definitely worth the wait. We have some great shows coming up in the next week and uh, next couple of weeks. So we will see you in the next La Bella Vita comes around on Wednesday night at 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. And uh, if you would do me a favor, please go to www.sandamianofoundation.org. They are my foundation that I support. They would be lovely lovely if you would send some money to them so please do this is don catherine it's la bella vita show have a great night happy leap year everybody we'll see you next week ciao arrivederci and god bless have a great night for being a part of Live